0: Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Styles Files. Happy Friday, all that good stuff. Hope everybody had a good Valentine's Day and things like that. Boy, do I got a story to tell you about Valentine's Day, and specifically Valentine's Day dinner. But we will get into all of that. We will also get into NBA All-Star Weekend. Kyler Murray deciding to continue with football instead of baseball, sorry to the A's fans. The chances that Bryce Harper actually signs with the Giants, talk a little bit of music. One of my favorite artists that I've talked about before dropped an album today, want to talk about that. And at the end, I'm going to give a, I don't know if it would be considered funny or just very interesting story about what happened to me at the bowling alley when I went with my friends about a weekend ago. But first, let's start with Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. You know, Valentine's Day is a very interesting holiday to me. I think a lot of people have feelings about it, very strong feelings, usually in the negative way. I don't think there is anybody that really goes super hard for Valentine's Day alone, right? You either are don't really care, hate it, or you're big on it just because you're big on every holiday, right? Like, I like Valentine's Day, but I like every holiday. I like any excuse to do something different. I'm big on St. Patty's Day, all the different holidays. But Valentine's Day is just a day that, you know, I feel people usually love to say. That's what you hear. You, all, you hear people, they love to say, yeah, hey, I'm not really into Valentine's Day. You know, or they just despise it. But nobody's just like, yes. Finally, Valentine's Day. I don't really know why that is. I think it's interesting because it comes every year. And, you know, unless you've been in a very steady relationship, it's probably different every year to a lot of people. You know, sometimes you're single. Sometimes you might be dating someone. Then if you're not, you haven't been dating someone for that long, it's like, well, do we do something? And then by the next the time another one comes around, now you're single again or you might be with somebody else. So I understand why, you know, it's not as typical as the other holidays. Every Christmas, you get presents, and you eat a lot, just like on Thanksgiving. You know, every St. Patty's Day, you just get hammered. You know, um, every Fourth of July, you look at fireworks, you eat some hot dogs, you eat some burgers. So, I, I get it, but me personally, I celebrate everything, and it is no different with Valentine's Day. So, my girlfriend and I decided to celebrate Valentine's Day by going to a nice dinner. You know, nothing crazy. Um, it was a place that we pass a lot walking in Oakland, walking back to the apartment. So the place is called Agave. Agave, I believe it's either Agave or Agave Uptown when you Google it, um, or maybe that's just because it's in Uptown of California or in Oakland. So we walk by all the time. It looks good enough. We're like, you know what? Let's check it out. Of course, we walk in, and the first thing, and I've spent maybe an hour because – that's just the type of person I am. I've spent about an hour looking at the menu on Yelp, looking at pictures. I'm like, I might get this, I might get that. And wouldn't you know it? As soon as we walk in, there is a prefix menu, right? So you have to order from these things. Or so we thought. And I'm gonna get to that. So basically, we walk in, and you know, my girlfriend knows how I feel about uh, places where you just i'm just that type of person I like to be able to order anything I want it's not that stuff on the menu isn't stuff that I like. I just like to order anything that I want right so we walk in and the guy and the host is the host says, and just to let you know, you know today we're doing a special valentine's Day menu and she looked back at me my girlfriend looked back at me just like knowing I'm just like fuming inside and I'm like, you know what it's all good you know i'm not gonna Not gonna try to change something else, even if we could get in somewhere else. Let's just sit down, you know? Uh, There's gotta be something on here that I like. So the thing is, the food was good. The food was actually really good. You know, I got uh, carnitas with mole, um, and it was very, very good. I cannot deny. The issue was, we get ready to leave, or, you know, we're finishing up our meal. And a couple sits next to us, an older couple sits next to us, and they have the normal menu. And it's like 8.15 at this time. Uh, Our reservation was for 7.15, actually. So we're finishing up dessert. And they have a normal menu. And I'm like, that's interesting. You know, uh, didn't think you could order a normal menu. You know, we looked to the right of us and all throughout the rest of the room. Nobody, everybody had the same thing, right? Everybody had the red menus and everybody, when you looked at the food that they got, that we were all getting the same thing. But the couple next to us, you know, had a normal menu. So of course they start talking and they're speaking in Spanish. And I'm like, okay, I know how this works, you know, because like I said, my mama is de Panamena, you know? And when you get to talking in Spanish, a lot of times you get the hookup. That's just fact. It's just fact. You know what I mean? A lot of times you just get, better treatment or special treatment at a a latin spot if you speak the language and i think it's the same with you know if you go to an asian spot and things like that it is what it is but that doesn't mean i'm not going to say anything that doesn't mean i'm going to keep quiet now it's my fault that i don't speak spanish when my mom is fluent yes i understand that spanish is actually my first language and i forgot it all when i started going to school that's america this is america you know so i have to say something So the waitress comes over, you know, as we're finishing up and I just go, "Uh, excuse me, excuse, uh, excuse me. Are you now serving the other menus? You know, you can serve the other menus now. And she goes, oh, yeah, the host was supposed to let you know you didn't have to order from that menu. You could have ordered the normal menu. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. So we pay the bill and, you know, I'm going to talk to the host next, you know, there's no way I couldn't, I felt like I just had to, you know, and I've also had like these thoughts, like, am I a dick? Like, should I just let stuff go? Cause obviously, you know, I had a nice buzz on, but I'm like, you know what? I don't want to let it go. Even thinking about it now, the next day sober, I'm like, no, no. Right. So I go up to him. As we're leaving, obviously. And I say, excuse me. I talked to the waitress and she told us that we actually didn't have to order from that menu. And he goes, oh, yes. Um, She came up to me and let me know that you were upset. And in my mind, I'm like, upset. Nobody's upset. Nobody's upset. Why do I have to be upset? Just because I asked a question. So. He goes, you know, the, w- the waitress told me that you were upset and I do remember telling you that you could order whatever you want. You could order from a different menu, although this is, you know, the featured menu for the night. And I was speechless because I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, no, you didn't. So when I was done being speechless, what did I say out loud? I said, no, you didn't. You didn't tell me that. Because if you told me that, I would have asked for the other menu, you know. You distinctly said, just to let you know, this is the menu that we'll be serving for the night. So I'm like, don't tell me what I heard, right? So basically, he says that to me, and we kind of just go back and forth. I'm just like, well, no, you didn't. And he's like, oh, I do remember. And then he's getting flustered because I don't think he expected me to, you know, call him out, right? Right. So then it basically ends and he's like, you know, well, next time you can get whatever you want. I'm like, well, next time's not going to be, and I literally told him, I said, next time's not going to be Valentine's Day. So obviously I can get whatever I want. Thanks for nothing. And I left. And my whole thing is this. It's okay if you're going to hook somebody else up. I get it. You know, a lot of times I'm the recipient of that if I'm with my mom. But if you're going to lie, and maybe this isn't a great thing, like a great trait that I have, but it's like, you know, to be a good liar, like you you gotta lie about things that are believable, right? Like if he had said something like after eight o'clock, we just allowed people to order anything. That's believable. You know what I mean? okay, I, I, I don't know what the rules are. Sure. We sat down before eight. I get it. That's believable. You know, say something like, yes, they're they they're from out of town, blah blah, blah, blah blah. blah. And we had to allow them, you know, it came from up top. Oh, you can always blame it on up top. But, and on top of that, the waitress came and told you. So you had time to think of a good lie. And that's what you came up with? You're trying to tell me what I heard? You can't tell someone what you told them if it's not what you actually told them. Like, people don't forget certain things. If you could see it on my face that I really didn't want that menu, chances are, I'm not going to forget if you said we did not need that menu, okay? So agave, the food was great, but you got to handle your customer service better. That was botched. You know, if you're going to hook people up, you got to be prepared for people to call you out on it. That's the bottom line. So I give the food, like it at ate. the food was good. Don't get me wrong. But that whole situation after... It's got to be like a four or a five. I'm just going to keep it real because it's just an easy thing to avoid. And part of me, when I think to myself, am I a dick? Part of me, I'm thinking, you know what? This is good for them because this could happen again. Like you need to be prepared for stuff like that. People aren't just going to, this is people's hard earned money. People aren't just going to roll over and not ask questions. You literally right there, you got the big white menu right next to us and everybody else got a red menu of course I'm going to ask a question and now you're going to, and then, you know, both of them had a little bit of an attitude. I'm like, I I never understood people getting annoyed with their screw ups. You know what I mean? Like this situation happened because of you two. And now you're annoyed that I caught you. You know what I mean? It's like a frustration annoyance. I get it, but it's like, how are you going to be annoyed with me when you could have avoided this whole thing? So agave, figure it out. I don't think you got to worry about what menu, I'll be picking next time because I probably won't be returning maybe for drinks. Um, but probably not. So then of course had to stop in whole foods to get a nightcap. And I'm so buzzed that I'm telling this story to our cashier and whole foods is always packed and they really try to get you in and out. And my story runs a little long. You know what I mean? I, I can ramble sometimes and I gave no context and I left and if, I were that cashier. I probably sounded like I was pretty darn ignorant. I mean, all I really got out was they spoke Spanish. They wouldn't give us the same menu. Okay, thanks. Thanks for the trulies. So she probably doesn't think very highly of me. Lucky for me, they're about eight thousand employees, so I probably will never see her again. So yeah, that was Valentine's Day dinner, but didn't let it ruin ruin the dinner. Didn't let it ruin the night. Still had a great time. You know, found a nice little divey bar with some cheap drinks. So. It was still a win, but I had to tell that story. Okay, let's get into them sports. Enough messing around, okay? Kyler Murray, what a decision. What a time to be alive. Kyler Murray, uh, he keeps shrinking every time somebody talks about him. I think he was 5'11 when the season started, and he's now 5'9. So I don't know if it was a lie to start or if – He's like Benjamin Button. I I don't know what's going on. But now he's 5'9", and he decided he does not want to play baseball. He wants to pursue football. And I don't think anybody really should be surprised. You know, you're choosing between the bright lights of the NFL. And even if you flame out, you know, you could argue that going to the NFL and flaming out is still, not money-wise, but just as far as popularity, is still – like, a better look socially and, like I said, like, brand-wise than playing baseball and maybe even making it to the major leagues. Like, I know he was, you know, highly touted, drafted ninth, but he was going to disappear for, like, two years in the minors and then finally make it and then play for the A's who, let's be honest, you know, it's not the Yankees, you know, it's not it's not the Yankees and the thing about baseball is there is really only one Yankees even though people you know when you talk about big markets you got New York you got LA but even playing for LA like the last star I feel like I, I guess Puig got to star status but really the last star from LA to me was Matt Kemp right Matt Kemp um, he was dating Rihanna I think at the time he was playing center field that was really the last time I feel like there was a legit star baseball star that wasn't a New York Yankee so I don't really knock Kyler Murray for his decision will it pan out that's the question and that's the question obviously none of us know you know nobody knows if it's gonna work out for him for him or not but like I said what a time to be alive I mean if this works and if Kyler Murray ends up being a stud I will be able to live vicariously through him for the rest of his career and forever, for the rest of my life as well. Because growing up, obviously, you know, I didn't even play football. But growing up, the idea that a black, undersized football player could be a quarterback was unheard of. You know, any time you saw somebody black that looked athletic that wasn't that tall. It's like, oh, do you play running back? Are you a running back? You know how many times I got asked if I was a running back? You know, that was really all you could be. But the game is changing. And, you know, the arguments about his height and stuff like that, height really isn't seeming to matter anymore, which is funny because height, he's shooting to be an NFL quarterback when in baseball they were saying he was undersized. And baseball is one of those sports where – I really don't know why people care about height in baseball if the tools are there. That's one – unless you're a pitcher, that's one I just really never got. Obviously, and obviously because I am, you know, not tall, that's how I feel. But I, But that was the one – like basketball, you cannot really argue that, right? Like you can't argue basketball. It, there's a clear reasoning of why you need to be tall in basketball. Football – Until Kyler Murray, you know, I mean, football is just position-wise, right? Like a wide receiver. If you want to be a wide receiver like Julio Jones, you probably can't be the same height as Julian Edelman. You know what I mean? Because they just play differently. So football has always been a different beast. But then when it got to baseball, I feel like baseball just likes to get on the same waves as other sports. It's like, oh, you got to be tall in basketball. And to be a quarterback, yeah, you got to be tall in baseball too, you know? It's like baseball always does stupid stuff like that. Um, And even in hockey. Hockey, there's some big boys. You know, like hockey, on top of having skates on, these guys are already big. So really all the sports, out of all the sports, I always thought that baseball made the least amount of sense about the arguments of like, oh, he's undersized. It's like if he can hit the ball, if he can get on base, you know, it really doesn't matter. You know, if he can play defense, it really doesn't matter to me. Besides, like I said, maybe pitching because – You know, stamina, things like that, whatever. So I just think it's funny that, you know, he went from being questioned about his size in baseball to be like, you know what? I'm about to just be an NFL quarterback at this size. So big ups to him. And I really do hope that it works out. I think it really depends what team he gets on and things like that. And, you know, like everybody was saying, the argument of, oh, they can't see over the line. Well, there's two things about that. One, he played at Oklahoma, where who had basically, I believe, like three of their offensive linemen uh, are going to go in the draft at, at high. So he basically was playing with an NFL. They had one of the biggest lines. So he was basically playing with an NFL line all during the whole college season. And two... Everybody is out of the pocket now. You know what I mean? The the Patrick Mahomes, like, rolling out and firing it. Even, like, the Aaron Rodgers. Like, nobody's really sitting, maybe for certain plays, but nobody's really sitting there within, you know, throughout the whole game throwing over the linemen, you know. So there's really no reason to think that it couldn't work besides him getting hit and him not being that big. I think they have him at, like, 200 or 205 which could be a stretch. I think it is a stretch. Um, So it's really just durability. I think that's the biggest question. And just him as a quarterback. Like, how are you as a quarterback? So, yeah, definitely interested to see how that kind of pans out. Talking about baseball and the sport that he didn't choose, I'm hearing a lot of rumblings about Bryce Harper going to the Giants, and I have no clue why I'm hearing these rumblings. And as everybody knows, I am a Giants fan. So I do not understand that one bit. I don't think he makes the Giants that much better. I think he can make a certain team a lot better. I just think the Giants are just too far off. Uh, Adding Bryce Harper, I don't even know gets the Giants in the playoffs. I mean, they were bad last year, man. Um, Obviously, it's the Bay Area. Everybody wants to be in the Bay Area right now. But if his choice – and it really comes down to – it's funny that Philly is involved in this again because – Obviously I went to school in Philly and it's got a great it's got a great culture it's it's got a great downtown you know obviously it's not the west coast but Philly is a big city and they just keep you know if Bryce Harper goes to the Giants they just keep losing to California and it's just not much of a fair fight you know to begin with but the idea that Philly is not like a city that you can't really consider a big city or whatever the case may be as to why they, you know, lose out to the bigger cities. uh, It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Obviously I'm referring to LeBron going to LA and obviously you cannot compare LA and Philadelphia, not really because of cities and what's better or worse. They're just completely different. But again, based basketball wise, better move would have been to go to Philadelphia. Career-wise, you want us to do Space gm 2. Every, you know, he's got 10 different shows with him sitting at a table with people listening to him. You got to go to L.A. for that. You know what I mean? Like, Philly is going to be like, yo, can you shut the hell up? Like, I'm trying to get on SEPTA. So, LeBron had to do it. Bryce Harper, now choosing between, from what the reports say, San Francisco and Philadelphia. That's to me, I, I don't know what his—now, uh, I believe Bryce Harper's from Vegas, so he'd be closer to Vegas— uh, closer to his family, but to me, again, it's if you care about winning the championship, you go to Philadelphia because I think they're putting the pieces in place. If you want to live in the Bay Area, and hey, maybe in a couple years we're back in we're back in the hunt, and while we're doing that, I can invest in different things. You know, we're right near Silicon Valley. Then he'll go with the Giants. But actually, thinking that Bryce Harper is going to put the Giants back on the map. I don't think so. You still need pitching. You still need other people in your lineup that the Giants just don't have. So I don't know what his intentions are. That's basically what I'm just telling you. This is how he's going to make his decision, in my opinion, because it ain't going to be about immediate baseball success if he goes to the Giants. And that's for sure. So now NBA All-Star Weekend it's finally here. It's finally here. And you know what? I don't even know how excited I am about it. You know, we were supposed to go to Monterey this weekend, but because of all the rain and there's actually a little bit of flooding in uh, Santa Cruz and Monterey, so I do hope everybody is okay out there. Um, But because of all the rain, we had to cancel our plans because we had a long weekend, wanted to get away. Not getting away. Now we're probably just going to buy a leash for Shasta at Petco or somewhere like that because, yes, I want to teach my cat how to go on walks. And if you hate me for it, so be it. Okay. Don't get me started on that. But NBA All Star weekend, I don't know, man. Like, the. Well, first of all, Giannis picked a pretty bad team. So I'm expecting Team LeBron to destroy Giannis. And it's like, you just know what it's going to be, right? It's going to be a bunch of. Headlines about LeBron whispering to someone and then whispering to someone else, and did he tamper? Did Magic Johnson tamper? That's all. The, it's just going to be the tamper weekend, right? It shouldn't be All Star weekend. It just be tamper the the tamper weekend, you know, because that's what it's going to be about the whole time. Um, the three point competition is going to be cool. Obviously, it's in Charlotte, which is where you know Steph spent a lot of time. Is where he's from. Uh, And his brother is also in the three point competition. So that'll be fun to see. Dirk Nowitzki is in it as well. So I'm actually more, I might be more excited for the three point competition than the dunk competition because I'm looking at this dunk competition. Okay, I know who Dennis Smith Jr. is, right? He's, you know, a little smaller, but he can definitely jump. So excited for that. Then you got Miles Bridges, who again is another leaper. I don't know. I don't really watch him too much. You know what I mean? Then you got Hamidou Diallo, who I remember from college last year, but, I mean, cool. And then you have John Collins, who I have actually never heard of. And and I do, I follow basketball. I don't follow basketball, like, to a T, and I've never heard of this guy. Um, so, who knows? Maybe, that you know, maybe it's the, it's a time where I leave the weekend and the rest of uh, the NBA world leaves the weekend thinking, wow, now I know who this person is because they did some dope dunks. You know, we'll see. But I'm not too excited for it. I'll watch. Of course, I'm going to watch. I have no reason not to. Um, and I don't know. Is that a thing? Like, do people go to bars to watch that? Like, hey, let's go to bar. Can you turn on the Taco Bell skills competition? Like, do people do that? It's one of those weird things. It's like, I don't know. Either you go over to like a friend's house or you just watch it by yourself. So, We'll see what happens with all that. Like I said, um, I'm not extremely excited about it. I am excited for the Warriors to get a break, though, um, after losing to the Trailblazers. And it's funny. I really thought that the you know kind of sports media world would cool off with the Warriors once they kind of went on this run, and then they lose to the Trailblazers. And I see a clip of first take, and I didn't even listen to it, but it's a clip of first take, and it's Max like Max Kellerman tweeted the clip because that's like their thing now. Um, and it's like, should you be? And I just saw the headline: Should you be worried about the Warriors after their loss? I'm like, isn't are they like were they were they like 15 and two or something really ridiculous in their last like? 20 games or something crazy like that. And all that told me is that, well, they didn't have very much to talk about today because I really watched, I watched that game and it got a little chippy and I really thought to myself, okay, this is like a loss that nobody is going to talk about. And what is on the ticker the next day for first take that game? And I'm just like, man, you can just tell when they have nothing to talk about, but I am glad that the Warriors are going to get a little break and hopefully uh, take the two-game lead they have on the Nuggets and build upon it when the All-Star break is over. And you also have to keep in mind, they got to keep winning because the East keeps winning. Everybody, you know, for the, so many years now, Warriors and the Western Conference, all you had to do is win the West, and you knew if you got to the finals, you would have home court. It's not necessarily like that this year. You know, the Raptors, the Bucks, they keep winning. <laughs> and, you know, if the Warriors don't keep winning... Even if they get home court against in in the Western Conference Finals, they might be away for the NBA Finals. And with these teams, I, I you know, maybe the bucks I'm not too worried about, but I wouldn't want to be away against uh the Raptors or the Celtics. It's just it would actually just be very different for them. And, um, you know, those are things that, Can throw off teams i think obviously they're better than all of those teams but when you have new situations that's when sometimes teams get a little shell-shocked um and next thing you know it's 1-1 and you got a must win at oracle or next thing you know 0-2 so yeah we'll see next want to get into uh some music updates or really just one update i talked about them before uh on my upcoming list quinn xcii or quinn 92 just much easier to pronounce it that way um i think i described him as kind of poppy with a kind of a reggae voice but the beats aren't reggae so it's very unique to me he dropped an album today called from michigan with love and i'm about halfway through it i like what i hear Uh, Not going to lie, though, he did a weird thing where he released like an EP with like half the songs a couple weeks ago. So there's really only like seven new songs, which was a weird flex. But okay. Um, But with that being said, the songs that he did release, I liked. So that's why I know I'm already halfway through the album. Uh, But yeah, go ahead. Give it a listen. It's good stuff. Also, I'm sure you've heard Drake's iconic mixtape, So Far Gone. Uh, had its 10-year anniversary this week. And to kind of celebrate that, it is now it has now been released on all streaming services. And if you're wondering, hey, I've seen it on streaming services before because that's what I did when I heard this come out, it only had about seven songs. So now you can hear the whole project uh, on Spotify. That's what I listen to. Or any other thing, you know, Apple Music, anything like that. So that's good stuff as well. Okay, This is going to get a little bit more serious here to end the show, but I feel like it's necessary to talk about. Um, Last weekend, I went to a bowling alley. I went to Clayton Valley Bowl, which I believe is technically in Clayton, or it's right on the cusp of Clayton and Concord. I grew up in Concord, you know, and Clayton, to me, Clayton is one of those cities, uh, and I don't know, wherever you're listening, if you can identify with the type of city. It's one of those cities that, like has a little bit of land so everybody thinks they're like country and hick when it's like down the street uh is like a normal city <laughs> it's not you're not country you know it's like they want to be from like the SEC or like Alabama so bad and um yeah you're not you have like one cow so anyway you know people out there um can tend to be a little bit more on the ignorant side. And my mom always told me to be careful, you know, going over there when I was, you know, younger and still living in the house and things like that. Definitely when I was in high school and driving, I drove a lime green Mercedes. So, you know, let's just say I stuck out. I stuck out a little bit, Um, but never really had any issues, you know, Uh, not that I can recall off the top of my head. So we went bowling this weekend. It was basically like a triple date, um, You know, me, my buddy, and my other buddy, their brothers, and then their girlfriends. So it was the six of us. So the bowling was fine. And granted, you know, you have ideas in your head like, you know, bowling bars are pretty darn divey, right? But I like to walk into every situation with an open mind, right? But also know what the situation is that I'm getting into. So, you know, we're bowling. We're having a good time. And as we're leaving, or as, you know, we're decide- we decided we wanted to play another game. We had only played two. Uh, we had just paid for the last game when a group comes up next to us. It was basically like, it seemed like a dad's night out. It was like three dads and kids. I don't think I saw any, um, like, moms or, like, women with them. Three dads and, like, four kids. And they're in right in the lane right next to us. And I'm just, you know, looking at them. Uh, you know whatever the case is and I see one guy has a hoodie on that reads it's still all right to be white it's still all right to be white and I thought wow who said it wasn't who said it wasn't and I had a decision to make do I leave do I say something What do I do? And I thought about it. And I decided to leave. And I decided to leave and not say anything. And I'll tell you why. On the surface, I felt like I should have said something. You know? Um, But a lot of times when people wear stuff like that, it is to get a reaction. Right? And I don't want to give them the satisfaction Of that reaction. And to be honest, with some of the tattoos they had, if it turned into a fight, A, they don't look like the type that don't walk around with knives, at least. And B, knowing that I was in Clayton, even if he's the one wearing the hoodie, he had two dudes with him who probably also own it, but just decided not to wear it with him to be matching. And in the rest of that bowling alley, they, a lot of them probably felt the same way. So I don't think it would have been a fair fight at all. So I decided, you know what, let's just leave. And on top of that, the friends that I was with, we had all been drinking, which makes everyone's heads a little hotter. So I decided to just remove myself and remove everyone that I was with from the situation. And I thought about it. I said, did I make the right choice? And at the end of the day, I feel that a lot of times you're not going to change people's minds if they already have an idea about something, you know. I do think that they probably thought that this was successful for them. They showed up. We left. Obviously, we got our money back. And which is what is funny is that my buddy had fronted us for the last game, and we were going to Venmo him. So then when they arrived, we all decided, you know what, do we want to just cancel the game? So my buddy tells me that when he went up there, they actually didn't want to give him his money back. And the guy asked, what lane are you at? And he told him, we were at lane 15. And I guess the guy looked down and saw who we were next to and said, you know what, I'm sorry about that, here's your money. So he even knew when he saw that hoodie what that represented. Or he knew that guy is a regular as well, right? And uh, this idea that the majority that is white people, there's an agenda against them just because other people want to be treated the same. You take that as like someone attacking you. That idea is just crazy to me. It's just mind boggling to me. Like you have all the opportunities in the world and a black person, a Brown person, says they want to be treated the same way and says that some white people don't treat us the same way. And you take that as an agenda against white people, that it's not okay to be white. It's more than okay to be white. In most places, it's actually preferred. But in your mind, you think someone's attacking you. And if you have that thought process, no matter what I say to you, nothing is going to change nothing is going to change. So I just had to tell that story because a lot of times people think we're so far removed from issues and so far removed from, you know, racial inequalities. We're still there. And the problem is they hide behind things like, "Hey, we're not doing anything wrong. You're suggesting it's all white people." And it's like, "No, we're not suggesting that it's all white people. We always suggest that it's some." And unfortunately, that's how it is because you are the majority. So even if it's just some of you, that sum still outweighs the minority. And that's the point. And the fact that you think that's an attack proves that we still have a long way to go. So that's my take on that. Had to let everybody know that situation because, you know, I really put things in perspective for me. All of, I, and I forgot the most important um, or one of the most important uh, parts of this conversation Situation is that both my friends were white, both their girlfriends are white, and so is my girlfriend. So I was the only black person in the group, you know. And obviously, we have been boys for a long time, so they had my back, and I didn't, I had no doubt that they would, you know. Um, but it is good, and it is a good reminder that we still have a long way to go. All right, last thing I wanted to do, I wanted to shout out um, my weekend plans now that I, well, was going to go anyway, but especially now that I will not be going out of town. There is a day party at 7th West in Oakland on Sunday. Um, It is NBA All-Star themed. Wearing a jersey is preferred. Uh, If you RSVP through Eventbrite, you will get in for free. And word on the street is that Kelechi Osemele, who is a Oakland Raider, heard about the party, and shouted it out on his social media. So who knows? There could be some Raiders there, um, some of the Warriors that didn't make the All-Star game, the younger guys, they might pop up. I heard 7th West is a huge venue, so I will be there. Uh, I think I'm actually going to confuse people and wear a Michael Jordan baseball jersey. Don't know how that will be received, but I'm excited to try it out. Um, DM me for details. If you are interested, I can get you to where you need to go. Like I said, RSVP, and it's free. That's all the time I have for you today, Styles Filers. Thank you for listening. As always, if it's your first time, thanks for tuning in. If you've been listening, shout out to the day ones. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Hit me up, tweet me, anything you may want to say. Don't forget about Tinder Tales, if you have any Tinder Tales, please let me know. I will read them in a voice that might resemble yours or might be completely different. But it's at the underscore styles files, styles with an I. Thank you for listening. As always, enjoy your weekend. If you got a long weekend, enjoy it. If you don't got a long weekend, enjoy the two days like you always do. And until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace.